You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 22. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. Hello, dear pet business owners. Oh, I'm so happy to be connecting with you here. I'm in Big Sur, and I'm on a writing retreat, and so I'm taking a little break from writing to connect with you. Every month, you probably don't know this about me, but every month I go away for three nights, and I have two books that I'm working on for pet business owners. I'm super excited about both of them, and I'm going to share more when I complete the books. (laughs) So as I get closer to completing both of them, you'll hear more about them. And I just wanted to share a little bit about what's been going on for me. So this has been a really full and super rich time. I have my Catapult four-week pet business program, and that started last week. That is the eighth Catapult group um, in the last four years, and It's just wonderful. I have close to 30 people in the group, and it's just such a supportive, loving group of pet business owners. And I'm working with them to really help them take their business to the next level. And in addition to that, I'm working with a lot of different coaching clients who are wanting to explore different areas of their business that they either feel stuck in or they really want to master. And so I've been busy working with a lot of you, (laughs) which has been wonderful. And if you miss signing up for my Catapult program, there will be a link in the show notes for the next Catapult program dates. And there'll also be a link to the upcoming Jumpstart 4-Week Pet Business Program. And that is especially for those of you who are feeling really burned out and you want to create systems and strategies to balance work with having a personal life. And I'll be sharing the show note link in just a minute. So I do want to say thank you so much to all of you who were so sweet and you emailed me and you sent me Facebook messages, but how happy you are that the podcasting is happening again on a regular basis. I'm really happy about that too. And speaking of Facebook, I have a Facebook group, if you don't know about it, with lots of pet business owners, and it's a supportive, vibrant group with amazing people who are part of that tribe. So if you'd like to join it, I put a link in the show notes, which you can find at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 22. That's the number 22. So again, that's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 22. So I'm really excited about today's segment, you guys. It is with Mark Allen. I'm excited for you to hear this. I'm excited to hear it again, too, because after I recorded this with him, I heard it about three or four times, and each time I got more out of it. So I'm excited to hear it again too. I feel like I could listen to Mark Allen every day. He has so much powerful information about the law of attraction 
the way we work with our mind. And I know that's a topic that a lot of people now know about thanks to the movie, The Secret. So I interviewed Mark for last year's Prosperous Pet Business Online Conference. And this is that segment. And I really found that what he had to share about how he creates his life was amazing because he really describes step-by-step how he created the abundant and wonderful life that he has now. It's not all airy-fairy and woo-woo. I discovered Mark years ago when I read this book. He's written many books, but the book that I first discovered him through reading was called The Type Z Guide to Success, A Lazy Person's Manifesto to Wealth and Fulfillment. And you'll hear me as I'm interviewing him forgetting the title. So I want to make sure that I really spelled it out for you so that if you were interested, you could check it out. Again, it's The Type Z Guide to Success, A Lazy Person's Manifesto to Wealth and Fulfillment. I love that book so much that I gave it to a lot of my friends. I would loan it to friends and they would not give it back to me because they were so enamored by it. (laughs) So (laughs) I basically gave them a time limit in which they could read it or I just bought them the book. Because I got so much out of this book, I posted this particular book title as one of the suggested reading materials in my books. So without saying too much more about this interview, I wanna just dive in so that you get all of what Mark has to say today, and I will see you on the other side of this interview. Hi everyone, I am Kristen Morrison. I am really, really happy to introduce Mark Allen today. He's an internationally renowned seminar leader. He's an entrepreneur. He's an author and a composer. He co-founded New World Library with Shakti Gawain in 1977. And he has guided the company as president and publisher from a small startup in its current position to a major player in the independent publishing world. He leads seminars in Northern California, and he's written several books, including The Magical Path, The Type Z Guide to Success, which a lot of you know I have recommended highly and have that in my recommended reading in both six-figure pet sitting and six-figure pet business. He's also written The Greatest Secret of All, Visionary Business, and many other books. And we're going to be talking about how to cultivate the millionaire mindset. And I'm just so happy to see you and connect with you today, Mark. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. It's great to be here. Yeah, and I don't know if you realized that, but I had included the Type Z book as recommended reading in two of my books. (laughs) No, I didn't know that, but that's great for you. Yeah, yeah, that book has made and continues to make a big impact on me. In fact, what I wrote in Six Figure Pet Sitting is that it's one of the books that I often loan out to people, but I make them swear on an oath that they will give it back because it's one that has often disappeared. You know, they, they read it, they're like, oh, I want to keep it. So thank you so much for, for being here today and for just being such an incredible visionary and just new thought leader. And I really want to talk about this subject because a lot of pet business owners have a lot of blocks that stop them from creating prosperity. And I know in my own life, Mark, I did a lot of inner work to really move through things before anything really manifested in the outer world. And I 
I suspect that is the case for you too, right? Yes, definitely, definitely. It all starts right even with the, the words you describe your business. When you talk about small business, I have a small business that's making a great statement, a powerful statement to the universe. You're going to keep things small. It's small. Wow. When I started my company, I went to a local group, and they were called the Marin Small Publishers. And I said, no, 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 no. That's not the right name. Or actually, first they were called the Marin Self-Publishers. Huh? And I said, no, that's not the right name. A self-publisher is the same as a publisher. You're public so then they changed it to Marin Small Publishers. And I said, no, 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 you're thinking small. It's like being in the small press area of the convention where nobody goes. Small. So finally they changed it to Northern California Independent Publishers Group. I said, yes. Yes. yes that's it. That's so don't even think you're a small business, even though the state, the government will categorize you as small if you're under $100 million in sales or something. Yeah, okay. yeah. But don't even think of small business. Say, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own independent company or corporation. I love, I love that. You're reminding me, Mark. I haven't thought about this in years, but I remember when I first started my first business, which was a pet sitting and dog walking company in my early 20s, okay. I had just a handful of clients and it could barely even be called a business because it was just, you know, I didn't even have a business license or anything. It was just me and the clients and the and the pets. And and but people would say, "What do you do?" And I would say, "I own a pet sitting and dog walking business." And I would say it with conviction, and they would go, "Oh, that's great." And then they would ask me for my card, and I would give it to them. And as a result of that conviction, and in a way being bigger than what I was, because I was just sort of a hobby at that point. But declaring it is so powerful, isn't it? It is. What we say becomes self-fulfilling. It's totally true. Our beliefs are not even true in themselves, but they become self-fulfilling in our lives if we believe them. So we can expand that belief consciously. Oh, I'm not just a small business owner, especially if that has connotations of struggle, mm -hmm. uh, worse yet, poverty, mm -hmm. uh, difficulty. Oh, it's so hard. We can get rid of those thoughts and say, I am now creating. And for me, that affirming I am now really helped. My subconscious could buy into that. Okay, you're, I started out with no money. Through my 20s, I had no money. I was a poverty case. But it was kind of cool in my 20s mm -hmm. to be a, you know, an artist uh, making no money. Okay, but the day I turned 30, it got old. This voice said, you're uh -huh. an adult. You're not a kid anymore. What are you going to do with your life? So I, I said, okay, I am starting a publishing company. And I immediately started thinking in terms of independent publishing company. I have an independent publishing company. I avoided the word small. I affirmed I am now creating success in an easy and relaxed manner in a healthy and positive way. Our words, mm -hmm. as you know, if you've read Type Z Guide, because I'm basically lazy. I was a musician in my 20s and an actor at different times and various things, but I love those musician hours uh -huh. or actors where you never do anything before 1 o'clock. Uh -huh. Nothing. Uh -huh. so that, that became my mantra in an uh -huh. easy and relaxed manner, in a healthy and positive way. 
I am now creating a successful independent publishing company. I love that. And you know, a lot of people probably don't realize the authors that you have published. So Eckhart Tolle is one. The Power of Knowledge. Amazing. Book. I have chills. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, I started with basically three self-published small books that you've never heard of because they're all out of print. Well, one I issued, we, we did recently called Tantra for the West. Mm -hmm. But I basically self-published three books. But even then, I got contracts from other publishers and I made a contract with myself. And I set it up saying, I'm not just a self-publisher. I'm an independent publisher, so I need a contract with myself. I made a contract. Wow. Then after three books... Uh, my girlfriend at the time was named Shakti Gawain, and she had this book idea called Creative Visualization. And I said, great, I've got a contract. We did a contract, and we published the book. That was our fourth book, and it just went on to sell three million copies. Oh, that book Lost. is, yeah, sorry for interrupting, Mark. That yeah. book has been so powerful for me. Mm -hmm. It was one of the first books that I read, you know, that were self-help affirmation type books and it it's a powerhouse i mean anybody out there who has not read that book that really wants to shift their mindset and create more prosperity that is a must to read it's just so powerful and i'm interested in this contract that you wrote with yourself can you tell me more about that yeah right from the beginning i the first i went to a publishing convention and the first year I did go into the small press area, and that's when I realized, oh no, the small press area means books that do not do well in people's minds. Mm -hmm. So the next year I was in the big press area. I had a little booth, but I was <laughs> with the big guys next to Harper, San Francisco, and Random House, you know. Yeah. But at the time we were called Whatever Publishing. And, uh, God. and right from the beginning, Look at it as an independent publisher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, once once we got that creative visualization out there, it just led to other people coming up to me wow. and getting other incredible people. Now we have Dan Norman, we have yeah. Peaceful Award. Yeah. We have the Joseph Campbell collection I now. I know that. We have Deepak Chopra's best-selling book, which I'm proud of, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It's a great book. Yeah. And Amazing. The, yeah. It just, wow. Because I kept, talk about millionaire mindset, I just kept that image of us as a successful independent publisher. Mm -hmm. I kept affirming that. And I firmly believe it's all very simple. I think the universe says yes to every thought. Uh -huh. There's nothing new in this, but I think if we say, I'm going to create a successful business, I'm going to become a millionaire, the universe says yes and starts showing us how. But then if our next thought is, oh, but it's so hard to succeed, so few people will succeed, the universe says, yes, it's hard for you with those thoughts. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's exactly the way it works. So we get off course all the time, and it's just a matter of coming back on course. Yeah. Getting that affirmation, getting back to the plan. I, I heard once a plane is off course over 95% of the time, but the pilot just keeps correcting over and over and over and it reaches mm -hmm. its destination. When I heard that, I thought, that's the story of my life. Yeah. Once I decided to start a successful company and become a millionaire in the process, I, 
That I added later because I realized to really have a successful publishing company, the owners need at least a million in assets, mm -hmm. liquid assets, mm -hmm. to support the company. It's best for the company. So I added that. I want to have a million in liquid assets and be a successful company. As soon as I started daring to dream that, mm -hmm. doubts and fears just rushed in, of course. Yep. You know, look at you. You struggle with money. You don't know a thing about money. You never even took a business course. Mm -hmm. You're a fool with money. I, I dealt with all these doubts and fears and realized that's the most important work. 99% of the most important work is all internal. Yeah. Just like Eckhart says in The Power of Now, mm -hmm. get the inside right and the outside will fall into place. That's been exactly my experience. Yep. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> like a specific example, once I started the company rolling and I got the right financial person, she even told me I needed to have lots, she didn't use the word a million, but substantial cash assets in case the company ever needed to borrow it for a line of credit. Mm -hmm. So I literally, I took a piece of paper and I said, goal, be a millionaire. And I, then I thought it through. This is what worked for my mind. Find out what works for you. But for me, it was, I realized, oh, okay, there's sort of four stages of being a millionaire. One, stage one is have your assets net worth be a million. Your assets a million dollars more than your liabilities, mm -hmm. total net mm -hmm. And I realized, including the company, I was probably already a millionaire or close to that if you because I had creative visualization out, yep. so I that book sold, so I had already achieved that by the time I even thought of it. Wow. So I said, okay, stage two, be a millionaire, not counting the company assets, mm -hmm. you know, just be a millionaire. And then even I put stage three, millionaire, not counting real estate assets. And then to me, stage four was be a millionaire, in just liquid assets, cash, yep. have a million cash in the bank. That's my goal. And I've focused on that goal. It's amazing. It's incredible. I'm just so resonating with what you're saying because my experience is the outer always reflects the inner and it starts yeah. with the inner. And so I'm just loving that you're talking about that. And I do have a very substantial book about this particular thing went with I love that book of course for people really wanting yeah I, I often say if if this is too much of a course this is an in-depth lengthy course yep. but I guarantee it will change your life it's powerful if, if you if it's too much to get into then the book you love the type Z guide to success has it all too oh but it has much more focus and specifically designed for lazy people like myself. I love that. So how, I mean, a lot of people will have a hard time wrapping their brain around, okay, so Mark, you're lazy, but how have you become a millionaire? How, how is that even possible? Lazy millionaire? Yes, it goes against what we're taught, doesn't uh -huh. it? The day I turned 30 is the day that changed my life. And I write about that day a lot. I I dared. I, I had no money, no job, no family support. I was scrounging every month. The word we used all the time, 
to get together 65 bucks a month for rent oh in a little slum apartment, single room apartment in Oakland, and not a nice part of Oakland, uh -huh. bars and the windows kind of part of town. Yeah. It was funky. And that was cool in my 20s, but the day I turned 30, it was like, this is not cool anymore. I'm a, a precious being. I mean, we're all very precious, mm -hmm. and we're here for some reason, I had a sense. What am I going to do with my life? And I remember this little game I played years before where you imagine five years have passed, and everything has gone as well as you could imagine. What does your life look like? They call it your ideal scene. What is your ideal scene in five years? The day I turned 30, I took a sheet of paper and wrote it down. I said, I have a publishing company, a successful publishing company that cruises along. And I also write books and I record my music and I live in a beautiful white house on a hill in Marin County, the most beautiful place I grew up, I could think of. And then when I dared think it through, even though already doubts and fears were completely overwhelming, but to finish the ideal scene, I, really, I, I wanted to add, Oh, and I have a life of ease. This is my ideal. Mm. I don't work too hard. In fact, I only work when I feel like it. And part of my goal then, right from the very beginning, was to be lazy as I wanted to be, to sleep as late as I wanted to be, to only work when I feel like it. I remember when I wrote that down, my doubts and fears just said, oh, that's impossible, Mark. You can't do it. You must work hard. We know that. The early bird gets the worm. Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. We get all this stuff starting from school. When yeah. we start in the morning, at first grade, early, sitting there behind a chair all day working. You know, yeah. that's how we create success. We're programmed that hard work is the key. Well, I decided, I've been... Nice and lazy through a lot of my 20s. I've been a musician and an actor, and I said, I want to experiment. I latched onto that word experiment. I remember vividly my 30th birthday. I was pacing up and down alone in my apartment, and I remembered somebody told me about Buckminster Fuller. I never saw him, but somebody just said that he heard him talk and he changed his life. And one thing he said was, in his 20s, he came to a point where he was either going to commit suicide or look at his life as this unique experiment. Mm. Live a life no one had ever lived before. Mm. Totally unique. And fortunately, he latched, latched onto that. And as he talked in colleges, he was in his 70s, he talked about his 50-year experiment. Mm. And I just latched onto that word experiment. And I said to my doubts and fears, okay, doubts and fears, I know you think it's impossible. Most of my thinking thought it was impossible. Mm -hmm. Most of my inner voices thought you cannot create a successful business and be lazy, as lazy as I want to be, which is sleep till 11, don't do Mondays, you know, take off all weekends. Basically, I want to work Tuesday to Friday afternoons is all. Mm -hmm. And even keep Friday kind of optional mm -hmm. to have a four-day weekend. That's, that's the schedule I want. Uh, and the schedule I've created. And my doubts and fears said, impossible. And I said, I got on Rana by saying, okay, let me just try it as an experiment. I know you think it's impossible, but give me a year, a year or two to experiment, to go for my dreams, to start this business, to start writing books, to start recording music, start learning something about real estate. Give me a year or two to really go for it. 
like to do it in my own lazy way. Mm -hmm. In the lazy side of me, say, yeah, yeah, this is worthwhile, you know, because <laughs> I allowed myself to be lazy for another year. <laughs> and after a year, things had happened enough, so I knew I extended it for another year. I literally said to my doubts and fears, I think it's working. I don't know, but I think time really does expand to fulfill to fill the space you give to it, mm -hmm. and maybe you can do things in an easy and relaxed manner, in a healthy and positive way. Maybe all our programming conditioning that you must work hard, that life is stressful, is total BS. Yeah. We need it. Yeah. In fact, I started to realize, oh, it's far better to do things in an easy and relaxed manner. That's what real mastery is, in fact. Yes. All, all the great artists we admire play with ease and sing with ease. Well, we should work and live with ease. That became my goal. And yes, it overcame a ton of conditioning we all have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you are just, you're preaching it. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when people hit my schedule, they, I've had people say, oh, you're semi-retired. Uh -huh. And I say, oh, I'll never retire. I don't like that word retire. Yeah. That's what the old horse is. Totally. To, you know, if you're doing what you love, yeah. that's the important. I knew that. I knew that young. It was important to do what I love. Then it was a matter of being successful at it. And so I just, I affirmed, I affirmed I'm now creating success in an easy and relaxed manner, in a healthy and positive way, in its own perfect time for the highest good of all. I kept repeating that over and over and over until mm -hmm. it just got somewhere deep in my subconscious. Our subconscious is all-powerful. If we say, we want a million dollars liquid assets in the bank, our subconscious says, fine, mm -hmm. and immediately sees, oh, how it's possible, and starts telling us what to do. Yeah. But then if we... If our next thought is, oh, but it's so hard, it's so much work, our subconscious will say yes to that, too. Oh, yes, mm -hmm. it's hard. Ooh, with that thought, yes. Mm -hmm. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step -step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are 
added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to petbusinesscourses.com. I know I, I had this awareness a while back where I really got that we and me, you know, I was looking at my own life, that abundance always wants to come. Like it's unlimited, yes. right? And it's only me or we that put the blocks up. It's right there. That is so true. I think you've nailed something really essential and really critical. We, we live in an abundant universe. We do. We can ask ourselves, is is the universe abundant? Well, yes, obviously. Mm -hmm. Look at the number of galaxies. Look at the... Mm -hmm. I, I have this huge pine tree out my uh, in my yard, and it throws thousands of seeds to the wind every year. Thousands and thousands and thousands. It's so abundant. We live in an abundant world, and it's only our own thinking, mm -hmm. where we cut ourselves off from that mm -hmm. abundance. Mm -hmm. We can change that thinking. We can open ourselves up. Yeah. I did find recently some old papers going back to my 30th, when I was 30, and I had filled an entire page, over and over, several pages, with just, I now live in an abundant universe. Oh. I'm now surrounded by abundance. Wow. Prosperity comes to me easily and effortlessly. Abundance comes to me easily and effortlessly. I just kept affirming this is an abundant universe. Mm -hmm. We're not at our, we're not fulfilled when we're struggling, when we're thinking small, when we have a small business and are barely making it. And that's that's not fulfilling to our souls. No, and it's not helpful to others around us too, because oh. we impact others whether we know it or not through our energy through just our very being true, and true. so like right now i'm getting so much <laughs> from this conversation it's just like who you are is having such a major impact on me yeah. and i'm very grateful yeah and you know i mean I, like i've said i've i've looked at this a lot in my own life and and really when i started my business I realized that I didn't know any business owners that weren't working hard and that didn't have time. Like they, they either had a lot of time because they weren't successful or they had a lot of money and they didn't have a lot of time. And I really wanted to create both, but I didn't know anybody that had that. Right. And so that has been my journey and I've, I've created that yes. in my life, but it hasn't yeah. been through what I've seen in my reality. It's been through my thoughts of, mm -hmm. of telling myself I can create whatever kind of life I want. It's only just because I don't see it out here doesn't mean that it's not possible. Right. Me too. I have very few role models. I didn't really know at all if it was even possible when I started. Mm -hmm. And I kept affirming, I kept having doubts and fears. Then along the way, as I started getting there, I did start to meet people mm -hmm. who were living lives of ease. Yeah. One of my favorite friends, I joked, he never had a job, and he's never had an office uh -huh. uh, his life. He's never, uh, he's never really worked. Uh, he just started 
in college, he went to college, he started buying and selling Vespa scooters. I remember just I remember as I saw Vespa scooter and he's always had things, cars and boats and real estate and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I I said, Have you ever had a Vespa scooter? And he, he said, Oh yeah, I had seventy four of them. I said, What he said, in college I just I bought them and sold them. So he he'd buy and sell scooters in college and then after college he started buying and selling cars and then boats and then real estate. Mm -hmm. And he's never had an office or a job. He just buys and sells stuff occasionally. Uh -huh. He lives in total abundance. That's great. In a beautiful house to the beach. And he lives in abundance. And he doesn't, he's never had a job. Wow. He's a great robot. That's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I just love that. And, you know, I'm thinking about, because I've worked with a lot of affirmations in my life, and I'm wondering what is. Like if somebody's never worked with an affirmation or if they haven't worked with an affirmation in a long time, what would be one that you would recommend, like a baby affirmation almost, that they would start out with? I remember starting a very good basic one is just, I am enough. Yeah. I am enough. Because what we're dealing with are all those doubts and fears. And what's at the root of those doubts and fears? It's like, you're not enough in some way. Mm -hmm. You need mm -hmm. something else that you don't have. You need a better education or you need more money. I've had mm -hmm. people say, oh, it takes money to make money. Mm -hmm. Right? And I've said, no. <laughs> uh, almost all real abundant people I've met started out with nothing. Yeah. does not take money. And they, so they think it's okay if it's not money. Then, okay, talent. You need super talent or super ability or to be super smart. or mm -hmm. You need something that I don't have. Mm -hmm. That's the deep belief that... Oh, I'd love to succeed doing this. I, I dream of doing this, but I don't have what it takes. That's getting down to that deep core belief, mm -hmm. a deep underlying belief. So whatever words can just totally reverse that. And mm -hmm. some of the simplest are, I am enough. Yes. I am enough. I have everything I need here and now to create the life of my dreams. That's, that's a real good one. I have everything I need. Because you do within you. You know it all. It's there. Mm -hmm. You've heard it. It's there. Mm -hmm. And it's just that part of the time we completely forget it and wander off the path. And, and then we become sometimes overwhelmed with doubts and fears and anxiety. Yeah. And, and then we're off path. Okay, we get off our path. That's fine. We just get back on. We're just like a plane. We can be off course 95% mm -hmm. of the time if we just keep bringing ourselves oh yeah I know forget about that doubt mm -hmm. and fear I am enough I have what I need I'm gonna take the next step what's the next step it becomes obvious mm -hmm. the next step is always simple and obvious anything you're creating in life is full of little simple obvious steps there's no huge leap you have to take I never had to come to believe anything or take any leap of faith mm -hmm. or you know come to believe that affirmations work no i just tried them mm -hmm. with an open mind mm -hmm. i just tried them and saw wow these mm -hmm. things work i have no doubt it all works mm -hmm. positive thinking works mm -hmm. affirmations work prayers work strategic planning works mm -hmm. if you want to just put it in business terms mm -hmm. a simple plan on paper works it all works the problem is negative thinking works mm -hmm. so you put out that positive thinking you're really you're on course you're doing something and then if uh something happens something falls apart something fails mm -hmm. something 
you know, your dog dies, whatever happens to, to take you off track, mm -hmm. happens, life happens. Yeah. Okay, of course, that's fine. You just get back on again. What's the next step to take? And it's something simple. It's just a phone call. It's just a few notes, writing a web page, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. The next step is not complex. A journey of a thousand miles starts with one little step. And all along the way, it's just one little step after another. Mm. It's simple. Yes, it is simple. And money, too, is simple. I used to think, when I was a poverty case, money was complicated somehow. In a way, I didn't understand. That's why I didn't have any. It was mm. just, it was beyond me. I, I never took a business course. I, I Something in me was even opposed to money. In fact, maybe morally, mm -hmm. to be a spiritual person, so yeah. maybe money will destroy your spiritual path. And mm -hmm. Maybe it is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. I had that stuff, and I had to deal with that. I had to look at that. Now, I firmly believe, no, money is not the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. love, love of money over anything else might be the root of a lot of evil. Because mm -hmm. learn. You learn as you focus on money and and attain money in your life that it's not the great. It's a great servant, but a lousy master. Being a millionaire will not make you happy. It will not make you fulfilled. Right. It's not money, but it's a powerful tool for good in the world. That's what mm -hmm. I've come to finally firmly believe. It's a wonderful, powerful tool for good in the world. And that's why I choose to create a lot of it in my life. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so powerful. So what what advice would you give to, I mean, you've shared a lot here. I'm wondering if there's anything else. Somebody that's just struggling a lot with making money. They're thinking, oh, you know, maybe he can do that or other people can do that, but I can't do that. Right. How can I create the life I want? I encourage everyone. I remember a talk I gave afterwards this older woman came up to me and said, bottom line, Mark, are you saying anybody can succeed? And I just knew the way she said, said it. Her thought was, even me? Here, you know, I'm an older woman. I can barely pay my mortgage. I'm underwater. I'm deep in credit card debt. Even me? And I said, yes, everyone can succeed. She said, well, then why don't more people succeed? Mm -hmm. said, That's a good question. Mm -hmm. I said, how many people do you know that really dare to dream of success to start with, that really dare to put down on paper the kind of life and career they want to create and they're working to attain? And of those people that do, how many affirm that they are now creating the life of their dreams, life of their dreams? Mm -hmm. And of those people... How many create a plan? Mm -hmm. That's the final piece that came to me, creating one-page plans for each of my major goals. Mm -hmm. One-page plan I still do for my publishing company, a one-page plan for my writing career, mm -hmm. a one-page plan for my music, mm -hmm. one-page plan for my real estate. Mm -hmm. And actually, looking back, real estate was the only one-page plan I made in my 30s that absolutely came true just as I made it. Mm -hmm. Every other plan keeps changing and changing and uh -huh. changing, which is fine. But real estate, I remember I yeah. made a simple plan. It was move to Marin County and rent 
because I was renting in Oakland, not a nice neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I said, one, move to Marin County and rent. Two, buy the cheapest home in Marin County, the cheapest single detached home. I, I read about real estate and I heard, oh, it's better to get into a single detached mm -hmm. home because they appreciate faster than condos. Yeah. So, and then, and I literally did that. I, after four or five years renting, I was able to get literally the cheapest home in Marin County. A little rectangle right up the street. I got it. I, and and then step three was when that appreciates in value, sell and move up and live in a nice home. And I did that. And then when that appreciates in value, sell it and buy your mansion on a hill. I did it. I bought a beautiful, huge house on a hill. Oh. And then she walked around in shock saying, what do I need this for? I don't need a house this big or anything. And part of it said, you needed to prove to yourself mm -hmm. so you could really show others. Mm -hmm. But you need to prove to yourself that with a life of ease, being as lazy as you are, working the hours that you do, you can create this mansion on a hill. I have yeah. a 10,000 square foot mansion. It's way too big for you know, yeah. for treatment. Uh -huh. But it's wonderful. Uh -huh. So I have a question for you that I realize some people may have that are out there. Like for me, I owned a pet sitting business for 18 years and I had 35 staff members and four managers and, and I traveled to Bali and India while my managers managed and, you know, really created a life that a lot of people would think you can't do that. And I thought, yeah, I can. Why not? You know, but what would you say to, or how do you deal with your employees who may look at you and be working hard and be looking at you and like, you're lazy, you know, how come you get to be lazy and I have to work? I mean, do you, had you ever experienced that or? Sure. In, in fact, I encourage my employees to take it easy and in fact, sometimes when I'm around, I, I, I distract them from what they're doing, just goofing around, taking breaks. Uh -huh. and, uh, and I really encourage them to have a life outside the company. Yeah, that's important. Each employee, including me, does have a definite, clear goal and, and task mm -hmm. that they're responsible for. Mm -hmm. But they're the manager yep. of how to get there. Mm -hmm. We, I, I sure don't, and you probably don't, Either if you're able to take the vacations, you are. Uh, you don't micromanage anyone. No. Nope. Hire responsible people, good people. Self-managers. Okay, this is your job to manage this. You have no that part of it. Yeah. Do it in your own way, mm -hmm. in your own time, but just make sure it gets done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's been very crucial in terms of when I hired people. They had to have the ability to self-manage. I didn't want to micromanage or be a cop or a mom or anything. I just wanted them to right. be able to do it. It's so important. Yeah, definitely the key to, to my success and the fact that I have so much time to myself is I delegate everything. Mm -hmm. Delegate. Yep. I used At first, I delegated everything I didn't want to do and just did what I wanted. And then I got even to the point where I delegated stuff I love to do, if I could find someone else to do it, mm -hmm. I delegated that even. Uh -huh. A whole lot of editing projects that I would really enjoy doing, uh -huh. I found other people to do. Just yeah. Delegated everything I could, so I only do what I just uniquely can add to this company. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. 
So anything else before we close? Um, any Anything else you want to share with the viewers about how they can create that millionaire mindset? I just encourage everyone to dream and to be absolutely unique. We're all unique. We do it our own way. Uh, it's great to listen to others that have succeeded and look at others and study others and see how they've done it. But then take it in and find your way to do it. Because true fulfillment is really realizing the absolutely unique and creative person you are. And I'm convinced we're all amazingly creative in our own totally unique way. Mm -hmm. it's, we're all so different in, in various ways. So carefully define what success means for you. Mm -hmm. Not what your parents want you to do, right. not even what your primary, you know, lover wants to do. What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. What do you really want to do? I, I encourage you to dream and to go for it. There's nothing more mm -hmm. fulfilling. Don't fear failure. Uh, failure is just a step along the way. Mm -hmm. Don't fear anything. Our fears are unfounded. Mm -hmm. Go for it. That's so great. You'll never regret it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark. And how can um, attendees find out more about you and your books? And I know they'll want to, so tell them how they can do that. Oh, great. Yes. Uh, I have a website, markallen.com, M-A-R-C-A-L-L-E-N.com. Uh, I'm just doing a, a really neat video uh, course with mm -hmm. Glidewing at glidewing.com or... Mm -hmm. Uh, if you get on my mailing list, I'll mail you about it. Okay, and, great. Uh, it's it's a wonderful video course we just put together. Uh, just go to markallen.com and you'll see various wonderful. things. And I just, I can't recommend your books highly enough. The Millionaire Course is amazing. The Lazy, uh, what is type it, the Type Z. Z. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. Everybody messes up on that title. I know, I, I know. What the title, I think. It's great. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much, Mark, for what you've shared today. It's wonderful. Well, thank you for what you do and who you are, too, Kristen. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, take good care. You too. Bye. Bye, bye Hi, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed this segment with Mark Allen. Oh, I sure did. <laughs> Just, I love this man. He is incredible. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so feel free to either email me, you can message me on Facebook, or come to the show notes page and post your comments. And you can find the show notes at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 22. That's the number 22. And again, that's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 22. Also, I just want to remind you guys that the Jumpstart 4-Week Pet Business Program is starting soon. And there's a link to that in the show notes. And there's also a link to the Facebook group for pet business owners. That's a free group. Come on down. Come join us. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. Have a great week, everybody. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. 
It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.